It's Al Simon with Sandler Training on Business Radio X. And my show, Simon Says, Let's Talk Business. So welcome back to the show. Those of you who have listened before, and for those of you who are new, we've got tremendous guest today, my client and great friend, Lorraine Edwards. Welcome, Lorraine. Thank you, Al. It's great to be here. Finally got you on the show. I don't do this very often. You fought me for how many years trying uh, to get you? It's that southern draw. Is that it? <laughs> they told you you couldn't do radio? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Lorraine is president of Lorraine Communications. And uh, so, okay, so com- communications is one of those words that you go, oh, that's nice. And But what does it really mean in terms of what do you do for people? I know that you do marketing PR stuff, right? But how is Lorraine Communications different than most PR or marketing agencies? Most PR and marketing agencies do a great job with, they can do a website or they can do a social media for clients. We take a different tactic because we want our clients to see specific measured results. And you can't do that by just throwing out a website or social media. We start out with research and we define a path, solve what is holding them back Mm -hmm. and make sure all the research is consistent and integrated in our communication. Okay, so you're working on complex issues here. Very much so, usually. Can you give me an example? Um, We did some research with um, homeless populations. How does an organization get their services to the homeless. Hmm. You don't exactly throw an ad in the newspaper. You had to go where they are and get their message to them in a way that they would remember it. Yeah. And that was fun and challenging. So how'd you do it? I went out under the bridges and through the woods and (laughs) figured out what they did and how they lived and we had to overcome a lot of professional challenges because they thought you could give them one thing and that was it okay so we had to overcome that so we came up with pocket information so how'd you come to focus on complicated subjects like this many years ago i took a job at the institute of ecology at the university of georgia the scientists were mad. Mad scientists. Well. Yeah. No, no, they were, no, scientists were mad. <laughs> the okay. scientists There's were a difference, mad. right? Okay. There's a big difference. Earth Day had passed, and these were very renowned scientists. Mm-hmm. The organization was started by the father of modern ecology, who wrote a textbook that finally gave their field some scientific validity. Mm-hmm. But the environmentalists who had no scientific credentials were getting the credit. Really? And they were upset. I can imagine. So they needed a writer. The problem was the other writers that they had hired before, they were great, but they still weren't where they needed to be. Mm -hmm. So I took the job. What I did not tell them was I hated science. My (laughs) science courses bored me to death. What they didn't tell me was they hated writers because so many of the reporters, PR people who did stories on them either got them completely wrong or 
to compensate, they made them cute. Yes. And it was... Scientists don't want to be cute. No. (laughs) So I figured out that if they could make me understand their research, then I could explain it. Do you still hate science? No, I love it. But I have to see the significance. <laughs> you had to understand it first so that you could love right. it. Right. Yeah, that's great. That's excellent. So I apply that same technology to everybody that I deep yeah. work with. Okay. And you're mostly in the mid-sized markets and communities? or Yes, it, but I've done some work in some big markets, too. Yeah, because you've been in Atlanta. I've been in Atlanta. Yeah. I've done some work in a big town, in big city in Texas. Yeah. Um. New York, yeah, Florida. So but I know that your focus is, is on some of the counties, more the rural counties or at least suburban counties. These tend to be overlooked by most of the metro areas. Do they? There's a lot going on in the local communities. Yeah. But if you apply the same strategy that you do in the big cities, you're not going to be successful. They don't have daily newspapers. And some of them don't have access to Internet. So it's tough for them to get the word out. It's extremely tough. Build their brand, you know, get inbound leads. Hard for them to do that. So that's why they need you? We do it very successfully, but it's a completely different animal. You have to do it differently. So, so t- tell, tell us some of the differences between, let's say, uh, PR and marketing in a, in, a, in a large market versus a more rural or suburban market. In a rural area, a lot of it is word of mouth. And there are key gatekeepers that everyone else looks to to provide them with that referral and the information. So if you don't get to those effectively, mm-hmm. then you're lost. These key gatekeepers, are these like influential people in the community? They can be, and sometimes they don't hold offices. They're not as evident. And you have to find out just who those key people are. Wait, are you telling me that in rural communities there are movers and shakers? Of course. (laughs) 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 But they're not always reading the local newspaper. Uh Uh-huh. And they don't have a daily newspaper. Right. So how do you help them? There are many ways. You figure out your strategic communications, what's your message, and how do you get these people to communicate that message on your behalf. So you, 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 you speak with whoever it is that needs this branding or this, uh, uh, the, the uh, inbound leads, and, and you ask them who their market is and do your research there first? Is that what you do? That's part of it. And what their message is, what are they trying to accomplish, what it makes them different from anybody else. Mm-hmm. A, it's more complicated than just, hey, I need to get my story out. Right. Maybe you can give us like a case study. What's one recently you've done? Uh, one, I've worked with several physicians that have relocated and expanded mm-hmm. to the small communities and how to do it and how to be successful. Well, that's going to uh, be tough because people typically already have their doctor, right? And they a lot of times they had to travel elsewhere. The 
small communities don't always have a lot of specialties. Okay, so access to more sophisticated so, medical mm-hmm. facilities. So the yeah. specialists moving in have to do a lot of communication of who they are and why they're there. Okay. Um, others that I've worked with are small businesses that thought they could just throw up another shingle and go with it, and that's mm. one of the reasons we started our you mean chamber if, You magazine. mean if you build it, they won't come? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> you have to tell them about it first. <laughs> and why they should come. Yes. So um, that's one of the reasons we started our chamber publications. Yes. And, and they get to the people that you don't normally see at networking events that are key decision makers. Okay. And these are called chambering, right? Can you tell us yes. more about chambering? Chambering is multimedia. Uh, it goes out both online as well as print. Mm-hmm. Some people like to read it, hold it in their hands, and it's not the old fogies. You get a lot of young ones who like that, too. Yeah, as young as I am, I like the printed version, actually, yeah. <laughs> Don't make a joke, Marie. Don't do it. Even ones younger than we are like the print. But they also like the interactiveness of the online, that every ad goes into their website. Yes. So it provides an thing. avenue that a print does not. Yes. And I hear you have a columnist for your chambering that's kind of wacky. I guess the guy that does sales stuff. And you know that's very popular. <laughs> <laughs> what, the wacky or the guy who writes the article? <laughs> and I thank you for doing that for us. We appreciate it. It's fun. I, I enjoy it. It's, it's good, yeah. yeah. So and, they, and these serve uh, some of the, uh, the, the more rural communities, counties. They're not metro area counties. They're um, on the fringe of metro. They're on the fringe. Yeah. Um, they're fast growing. Mm-hmm. And they're often either overlooked by industries um, expanding as a potential, or other people try regular advertising and it hasn't worked there because right. they're not reaching those people you've got to get your message to. It's definitely growing, especially out in north, northeast, Atlanta, that quarter. Yeah. When I started, they, one county was the fifth fastest growing county in the United States. Yeah. Now they're about 19th, so they're still growing. That's amazing. That's amazing. You, see, you build a great business. You got a lot of good connections too, don't you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Been around a while. So, do, do people? I mean, how about your own business? Do people come to you? I mean, how, how do they, how do they find you? How do people find you? Well, sometimes it's the great techniques that Al Simon's taught us. That can't be it. It's got to be something <laughs> else. <laughs> uh, it's interesting. When I left St. Mary's, we had successfully penetrated. Northeast Georgia yes. and the counties. And so I had a lot of people come to me th- thinking that, oh, it's a piece of cake. Yes. But then when they went out there and tried it, they went, they hit a brick wall. So that's when often people come to me. They have tried it, they weren't successful. So yeah. they think, okay, how did you do it? Yes. And so you had something called mealtime messages. Do you still do that? We s- yes, it's sort of been on the back burner. Uh-huh. Um, hospitals tend to look at advertising and they forget the internal audience. Yeah. And a person has to receive a message 10 to 15 times before they focus on it. They have to receive a message? 10 to 15 times. Before they take action? Before or they realize they've seen it. My goodness. 
And so meal times was obviously the best time to catch a captured audience in the bed or the family member trying to feed them or encourage them to eat. And figure out what's next and how to get the aftercare and all that, huh? So we have had real success with those test hospitals who used it. Their ancillary services, this population went up dramatically. So, we're, so this is Al Simon with Sandler and on Business Radio X and my show. Simon says, let's talk business. Talking with my good friend and client, Lorraine Edwards, president of Lorraine Communications. And Lorraine, you have mastered the art of getting the word out. Is that a, is that a, uh, is, is that a, a good paraphrase of what's going on here? It's not just getting the word out, getting the right word out to the audience that you need to get it to. Okay. You can try to get that word out, but if it's not on target, if it's not on message, and if you're not reaching who you need to reach, then getting the word out is not going to do you any good. So we're talking really effectively communicating. Correct. Your message. Yes. To your target audience. Yes. To get them to take action. Yes, strategic and communications. Communications, and it might take 10 or 15. Wow. You you must be, uh, like, uh, the most persistent person I've ever known. Really? You don't think so? Hmm. Now, I'll th- think about how to take that. Well, no, okay, let's, let's not focus <laughs> on that. But I'm thinking about your clients, because do your clients get antsy? Do they get, like, oh, boy, this just isn't working? Usually... Sometimes you see overnight success, but usually it takes a good three to six months before the magic comes apart. Yes, Yes, they see the results. And when you're looking at Our listeners just went, oh, I don't (laughs) want to wait three to six months. (laughs) Well, you know, it's that magic period of time. And if you try try something just a little bit and Mm -hmm. go on, you're not going to see the results. But Mm -hmm. if you have an integrated approach or consistent, 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 stay on message, in six months you go, wow. Look at that. People know who we are all of a sudden. The right people. And it's how you measure. So what do you mean by that? A lot of times people say, Somebody coming in, well, how did you hear about us? And that's how they measure. That's very simplistic. And then they say, well, nobody mentioned my ad, so therefore I need to take out the ad. Mm -hmm. What they need to do is measure the same time frame, either if you're measuring six months, do the previous six months and compare, or do the same year, a year before, for the previous time frame. Okay. And that gives you a valid measurement of how things have changed. Because most businesses are cyclical, aren't they? they there's definite, definite patterns. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, good. Okay, so Lorraine, if, if our listeners wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do it? Website, email, phone email, number? Email, phone number, Lorraine at LorraineCommunications.com. Okay. And that's L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E. Website. LinkedIn page, telephone number 706-549-4941. Okay, well, all this is going to be on the Business Radio X website, but just to, just to say that again, so the phone number is 706-549-4941. Okay, and your email is Lorraine with one N but two R's. 
Right. Lorraine, uh, L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E, at LorraineCommunications.com. Correct. All right. Very good. Thanks for coming on the show. I've enjoyed it, Al. That's great. So once again, this is Al Simon with Sandler Training. And uh, my show, Simon Says, Let's Talk Business on Business Radio X. And enjoy talking with Lorraine today. And Lorraine, I'm going to uh, transition here a little bit to sales, my favorite subject. And uh, and, and we have a, we have a uh, sales mastery class every week, which is the ninjas. And Lorraine has, has been in that class a while. And so you, you, you're like this possum. You know, you play like you're some naive salesperson, not really knowing what to do. But we know, we know that you, you're a killer, trained killer. But anyway, I, I, I digress. But yesterday uh, in our class, we were talking about the uh, concept of equal business stature. And, and this is a mindset. Yeah, a, a mindset that we're not putting the prospect up on a pedestal, that the prospect is, is somehow superior to the salesperson. And a lot, a lot of weak selling comes from that mindset where the selling professional doesn't uh, value their time as much as they think the uh, prospect's time is worth. And it comes out in weak language. They say things like, well, I'd love to get on your calendar, or I want to show you how we can save you money. Uh, and uh, and those are just really really lame phrases that salespeople use that actually derail their own efforts. And so we teach our clients to replace those kinds of of weak salesy phrases with uh, with what we call embedded commands. Things like, "Let me make a suggestion. Why don't we get our counters out and pick a day and time where we can both invest an hour in each other and see if there's a fit?" Or why don't we do this Uh, and then followed by laying out some kind of a of a plan of action it's amazing how prospects will uh, will realize that they that what the sales professional is saying makes sense and they'll want to follow it and then you start to have more equal business stature uh, become more of a trusted advisor uh, and business is done adult to adult as opposed to i'm hoping to get some of your time which is weak mamsy pamsy selling don't do it what do you think? You're the best, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's because I used to be the weak mamsy pamsy salesperson for so long that, that, that uh, it's such a it's such a it's a topic that is close to me because I see my clients out there doing the same things I used to do, and it just hurts because it makes them look like every other salesperson out there. Well, Al, I really appreciate your mentoring me all these years. You've made a tremendous difference. I could tell. Within a few months, it turned around. Three to six, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, Lorraine, thank you so much for being here. This is great. It's my pleasure. Al thank Simon you for here. Having me. You're welcome. So that's Lorraine Edwards with Lorraine Communications. I'm Al Simon with Sandler Training on Business Radio X. Good selling. Mm-hmm.